0: what's going on family how you feeling today i mean i I just want to you know we we would be remiss if we didn't speak about you know there's been a big shift in your life since we last spoke on this podcast
1: yeah today is tj day please please recognize that and let me have my day in peace do not come for me with anything petty today as i am (laughs) as i am glowing up and flexing on everyone right now for having whitney eve port be a special guest on our episode this week uh Um, so far you know we're recording this friday morning the the you know just a few hours after everyone woke up to discover this gift in their uh in their podcast (laughs) inbox (laughs) so the you know the reception is pouring in podcast inbox is a cool term the the podcast inbox (laughs) which is i guess just the menchies right just the menchies but i
0: yeah i mean You know, for you, I feel like this is a you know before Christ, after Christ, you know after death situation.
1: It Um, is, it is that vibe because you know I I was saying this earlier, like I, I I needed to be in the right place mentally before I was able to podcast with Whitney, and I think I am I'm definitely there, and I'm glad that I waited. I'm glad that I didn't do it, you know, in in my younger days where I may have you know accidentally fumbled. Fumbled the bag and and said some things that I shouldn't have said. You know, I don't know if a, a proposal is on or off the table, but <laughs> you know, which <we> <laughs> you know that had to be protected, and I think it did. And you know, I, I most of all, I'm proud of myself. I, Jason, I
0: am too. I think that you handled um handled it with grace, maturity, um, poise. I would even say, yeah, um, I had the poise and,
1: of a true pimp.
0: I yeah I I agree and I don't know I don't know if I would have been able to do the same in that situation that's high pressure you know what I mean so yeah I I want to give you a a, a big a big you know virtual pound bro for, <laughs> I mean yeah for,
1: not not unlike you know Aaron Rodgers when all the cards are on the table fourth quarter you know third and long and I nailed that Hail Mary don't I not a not a sports reference <laughs> not a sports re- please don't do that. <laughs> yeah, our um, we, yeah, we need to get out of our system before we let another jock onto this podcast like uh like our guest Trevor today. Known jock, known silicone jock. He is a he's the combination of, of all the things we love. Uh
0: Bitcoin, DJing, um close relationship with Katy Perry, and football.
1: <laughs> and and being some type of tight end or wide receiver, I'm assuming. I actually, I I don't know. We'll have to get into that with him. I'm sure he would love to talk about that. I don't think I don't think that's absolutely necessary to <laughs> to get into. We don't need to talk about failing football. Um, yeah. So so that's what's going on in my life. Hope I mean, know she did say on our episode that she has to uh, hit us up so we can be a guest on her show. I'm not I'm not exactly putting all of my faith into her that that was not just a. Uh, a nice nicety. little a nicety that she was shooting our way, but still, you know, what do you think the chances are that she will have us on a, a guest on her podcast? I'm assuming if if Timmy, her husband, quote unquote, uh, gets a hold of that episode he he made he made dis with the kibosh, yeah, he made disallow her to I, to pod with us.
0: That. I could see that. I mean, I I thought I thought again, I, like I said, I think you're pretty measured. I think if you know. TJ and how he moves with the ladies, you could hear some things here and there that I would maybe take as flirting if I were her husband and father of her child.
1: But Yeah, but if you were a listener of of With Wit her podcast, you you would know that they both have, you know, pretty open communication about this issue specifically um and it's it's okay if you are uh, comfortable in your relationship to maybe flirt with somebody. Um and still come home to bay at the end of the day, you know, because yeah, you know, no. especially as you know, after we, you know, after us l- women give birth, you know, it's important for us to feel, you know, still feel sexy and Hold adored, I, adored yeah, by the no, opposite sex.
0: You know, nothing feels sexier and adored than a big bird looking podcaster <laughs> flirting with you through a choppy FaceTime screen. That's really hey, feeling love.
1: A hey, girl, a hey, girl. What? <laughs> yeah, me asking her. <laughs> All, you know, how many different ways she smokes weed at the end of the day? <laughs>
0: I think that's really the content people needed. But, you know, I think um I did send her some Charleston uh, hotel recommendations that were well received. So mm-hmm. I think there's a relationship starting. And I also think that the opportunity for you to Do run not, into her. How the,
1: dare you plant a seed behind my back?
0: Jason, I'm not planting a seed. I, I work for you when it comes to Whit in life and this podcast, you work for me with Whitney Port. I work for you. that's the, that's the trade-off. You know
1: what? You're hired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I smell I smell pr- promotion around the corner, Chris. you keep you keep slaying it like this. <laughs> Who, who's to say there isn't a, a shiny new three series in the driveway this this, Chris? this Christmas Christmas? This holiday season, Chris is moving up to the C suite, and it's a it's a quick ascent. Chris, it's about to be a December to remember for your for, <laughs> for your you know underneath the Christmas tree. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ho ho ho!
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean that was it was a milestone for this show and a milestone personally for TJ. We we thank you all for tuning in. Um, you know, I'm uh, I, I'm. I just, you know, I'm still flying personally, and, and we had a we had another great we had a great Twitch last night with Patrick Sandberg, who we're gonna have to have back on the pod to really unpack, you know, because he has, he had a lot to say.
1: Yeah, he 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 needs a, a full hour, you know, uh, at least an hour, dialed in, locked and loaded, so he can so he can really let it spray. And I would, like you know, I had a lot of questions for him. I think he has a you know a, a beautiful mind that I would like to unpack. I, you know, he. He is
0: a Lana Del Rey stand, which is something I have a tough time with, but were you able to listen to the new Lana today?
1: I did not listen to the new Lana today. What, what do you think? I mean, I'm, not, I'm, I'm more I, of a Lana sympathizer than you are. I also didn't listen because there was a new Tom Petty
0: Wildflowers uh, box set reissue. Um, right. That sure. Had, that took. They took precedent. Um, There's also uh, Benny the Butcher, which people, which people seem to really like, which is just like bad New York boom bap rap mm-hmm. produced by Hit Boy. Um, mm-hmm. It's not. It's not that bad, but it's also not very good.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, now that now that Anchor and Spotify have these new music capabilities, maybe we need to start doing uh, you know a little how long gone, you know, music review live. Live, uh, you know, critiquing. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. It's not like we need to add more things onto our plate right now. But you well, know, uh, Jason, shout uh, out Montreux. to our friends at Anchor for giving us that option. I just love to critique. So you know, uh, yeah, and- I know we will. Chris always finds the time to critique. I do well. Music is
0: bad, and I have to find the good music. And you know, I, I, that's you know, the, last night, that's why I was watching Milou Harris videos on YouTube at 10 p.m. before I went to sleep. Yeah,
1: unfortunately for Chris, good music stopped happening. Uh, what 1999?
0: I would say early to, to mid 2000s. Okay, um,
1: but I did. I, you know, I do
0: like that new Rostam song featuring former How Long Gone uh, guest Hari Neff in the video.
1: Rostam. Yeah, I mean. I'm. I'm I, I haven't heard it yet, but you know that that first Rostam record slaps. But I want to. You know, I more. Me.
0: It was me. I could put myself in the video, and I was on the beach in the Hamptons at at twilight with Hari. I think that's why mm-hmm. I was really feeling the song so
1: much. You, you were in the. Mean? Yeah, maybe we need to get Hari back on the pod. You know, just for just to celebrate her work so far. You know, that uh, what we've done for her career since first. Exactly. Exactly. First <laughs> yes, exactly. Also, you know, in while we're celebrating,
0: you know, former. She needs guests, to check in
1: with the OGs, is what I'm saying. She
0: needs to yeah, if you you need to check in. But to speaking of, of successful, you know, how long gone graduates, but Jeremy O'Harris <laughs> broke the record yesterday yeah. for most Tony most Tony nominations for, for Slave Play, which is actually insane. All joking aside, that's incredible. Yeah. Our
1: man had what was it, twelve Tony nominations? Yeah, bro, I couldn't even count him on two hands. I had to bring in my big toes. You know what I'm saying? Damn. He's doing he's doing OVO numbers at the Tonys. He, he's the Drake of the Tonys. Is re- real real talk. <laughs> real 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 yeah, talk. Your boy Lin Manuel could never.
0: No, fuck fuck Lin Manuel. I only have one friend on Broadway, and luckily he's successful and cool. That meant you know what I mean. He's, Same. Making, he's making Broadway. I, I'm sure much cooler to young people which i think is something that it desperately needs mm-hmm. as, you know maybe more so than any other
1: you know arts
0: the it, same look, way it's that, not
1: your grandmother's theater no theater.
0: but it is it is you know it reminds me honestly of what uh virgil did with the museum thing whether you like the work or not he was getting a lot of people that had never been in a museum into a museum before um and that that's kind of the important work there versus like do I like this this like you know mm-hmm. sculpture of a gas station sign or not
1: and the amount um, of people that have never been in IKEA before thanks to Virgil you know that that is really what was moving mountains for
0: me I didn't even think about that part and that's really mm-hmm. that's even more important Ikea. but luckily Fuck luckily be- because we were busy last night uh, twitching you know we we missed the the presidential <laughs> town halls um where you know uh joe biden former vice president joe biden and president uh donald trump both spoke you know to to their their legions of fans in a a private arena because a debate wasn't you know wasn't uh, Mm -hmm. happening right 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 Um, i i I didn't watch anything but i did read a friend of the show brian stelter cnn's chief media correspondent that's not a joke uh he Mm -hmm. his news his his newsletter his newsletter really broke it down because savannah guthrie apparently went at trumpito and he he kind of he kind of big up QAnon, which is cool. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, we know that Chris is is a big Q Q supporter on the low here. He's a he's a Q sleeper. Self. Not, don't do that
0: um, <laughs> uh, before. Well, uh, yeah, the
1: way that Chris Black loves to question everything and the way he likes to bust open these pedophile question, rings.
0: Question does start with a Q. Really makes you think um
1: see that you're starting to plan even more of your little easter eggs q chris i didn't mean i didn't mean
0: to do it um yeah but today we do we do have a guest um we, we mentioned him earlier but he's a very old friend of both jason and i um a los angeles nightlife legend who uh went on to found the company brud which you probably know from the um legendary uh influencer Lil michaela mm-hmm. um and trevor's also uh deeply involved in the in the vc and and startup community which we won't talk about the man Um, is
1: the man is working a lot in the in the world of bitcoin and mm -hmm. other types of digital currency which we won't be talking to him about either we're really going to get some big founder energy right now which is kind of rare on this
0: podcast but we'll bring him back down to earth by talking about you know sparsely attended dj gigs from 2007. (laughs)
1: yeah and then various like saves the day albums and uh things he has of that great nature. taste yeah, we have we can talk about taking back Sunday for a full hour, but we won't do that to you guys, <sighs> thank God, all right, let's give him a all jangle, right. bang his line, bro, Trevor is gone off the black tea. We are gone off the uh the pour over black coffee uh tre- trevor go. what's up with what's up with you and and tea is is coffee too much for the the stummy what's going on
2: my stomach don't be hurting but honestly it makes me want to like tear my shirt off or something i can't really do that kind of caffeine overload you okay know what so I'm that's you, the
1: you, whole point you get into a, a monster energy style rage
2: yeah honestly i would even take a bang a bang energy level rage you bang. know what i'm saying
1: <laughs> oh jesus <But laughs> worse than i thought trevor
2: yeah, I'm ready to like get in the ring and just get MMA style when I All have right, a little right, coffee. Right. So I got to keep it in check.
0: I okay. didn't know that about you. Did you? Did you used to drink a lot of um,
2: energy drinks in your time? No, no, I was never an energy drink guy. Now, although with, a
1: real straight edge bro. You, I, I don't. I, I think drinking energy drinks is is not edge. <laughs> honestly,
2: breaking edge by having a monster. No, I will say I've never been an energy drink guy. Although I did Warp Tour in 2008, which we can get to. I know some like real crisp black energy, and they would. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did say I did say in the intro to this podcast, we, you and I could do an hour on Taking Back Sunday, and Jason groaned. So
2: yeah, one hundred. Um, but they, on on Warp Tour, they I think they were sponsored by Monster, and they would give you these cans that looked like Monster Energy cans, but they were full of water. So you'd yes. be on stage pounding what seemingly oh. looked like energy drink on stage, but it was just that good canned water.
1: Damn, bro, I could do a whole podcast about that product, you know only. 1, that's a classic well, you know that's
0: originally that's what Budweiser did during um I can't remember why they did it, but they they did that at some point in like American history Budweiser made canned water um during I can't remember what it was for but th- it's like an iconic image of this Budweiser can so monster ripped off uh, the great American beer what else is
1: new classic case but this i mean twenty one generation I would argue that drinking drinking a monster energy drink will make will will alter my mind's my mind. Body and spirit more than drinking a Budweiser though. Like that shit will get you absolutely yeah. torquelated. I've I've never <laughs> I've never
0: had an energy drink. I've had one sip of Red Bull for the same reason, Trevor. Like because they sent us cases of it when I was managing cartel, and they bought us a trailer uh, to tour with. So I felt like uh, I should. I feel like I should try some, and it was disgusting.
1: Red, yeah, Red Bull is a cursed and twisted flavor. But if you combine <laughs> it, if you like a Red Bull and vodka on a if you if you if you get caught on like a little nasty day. It's, mm. it's it's truly delicious in a fucked up way.
0: I, I do feel like there was so much vodka and Red Bull being drank for like a three to five year period that it just yeah. doesn't. I don't know if that exists anymore. I feel like that's not something people order.
2: That really takes me back to like CineSpace days. Not to already go there, but that's yeah. that, that's like burned into my brain is the homies yeah. off, off some Red Bull and vodka.
1: Vodka, Red Bull, that, that, you know, as whenever I'd be on tour and you're on like. You're on like day f- four in a row. I mean, I, I wasn't touring as much as as Trev was, but you know, like you, you're like you're super dead, and you have like a two a.m. DJ set. Yeah. Red Bull and vodka was the only thing that would keep me going, which is bad. Yeah.
2: Them days. Now we're up at 9 in the morning doing pods, boys. Ooh. Different lifestyle.
0: It's, it's a different lifestyle, but it's, it's a graduation. I mean, I think that, like, Trevor, what's your be- What's your bedtime looking like? As a, as a founder, as a thought leader in in the founder community, what yeah. time are you going to bed? How late it, are it, founders
1: allowed to stay up?
2: Well, that's the thing. You know, There's different schools of thoughts. There's the real Tim Ferriss energy types that are trying to get to bed, you know, before 10. They got mm-hmm. the phone in the other room. They're getting up. They're doing that ice plunge, that cold bath in the morning to really <laughs> get get those neurons firing we're
1: fucked tim ferris on this side yeah we're (laughs) fucked
0: tim ferris on this side but i subscribe to that wake up plan that's literally Mm -hmm.
1: me so i mean
0: what so what's the other option
2: i honestly i mean i think like the other uh, other option is like pure chaos just like feeding off anxiety firing off like chaotic slacks at one in the morning you know
1: (laughs) (laughs) what is an example of i mean how chaotic can one get on slack (laughs) trevor it depends
2: on your leadership style. You not, know what I'm saying. I'm
1: talking, and I'm not talking about their Cole Hahn collab.
0: <laughs> you just said it depends on your leadership style. You know what I'm saying. That's the first time that's
1: ever been said on this podcast. That yeah. that combination of words.
2: That's so, the kind of thought diversity that I'm bringing to this pod. Yeah, your
1: your lifestyle <laughs> dictates your leadership style. Isn't that? I believe that's a song somewhere.
2: If you're bringing your whole self to work, Jason,
1: mm-hmm.
2: you're going to bring a certain type of leadership style to the mm-hmm. office environment even if that's a distributed office environment and you're firing off nasty grams on slack at <laughs> one in the morning
1: <laughs> man man fired off a nasty gram nasty.
2: so what
0: so what time or so what, what time are you going to sleep or are you a late night guy
2: I'm honestly not a late night guy. I will say during the core, I was fucking dialed in. I was like weighing every meal, my fitness pal, (laughs) counting macros, Uh, crushing. Going to bed before 10, phone in the other room, doing a little light reading before bed. I was absolutely firing off. It's all falling apart in the last like two months. And now I'm like calling to bed at 1230 and staring at my phone till like one.
0: Well, that seems more natural for you. I feel like that's a that's maybe maybe the going to bed early with the phone in the room was just too extreme to maintain.
2: You know, I'm trying to be a better person, Chris, but it's hard. You know, the demons they persist.
0: I look,
1: trust me, I
0: know all about demon time, and we've all been there. And maybe we're
1: together. <laughs> look, um, yeah, but but there's a difference between like like severe drug addiction demons and then like explore page thoughts. You know, like yeah. that's true. that, you know, <laughs> that so, is true. The, but still, a, a demon, a demon. You know, the explore page, a demon nonetheless. I w- I don't want to take that away, but you know.
2: Yeah, no, I would say mid core, I got into like real, like Discord, stock option, dark bro, boy, no, fin twit no, trading.
1: No, no, no. I mean, Discord, stock Discord communities does sound a little rough.
2: I mean, it's very my energy, if you know what I'm saying. Just directing the attic energy into some type of chart, just looking did at you, a number go you, up.
1: Did
0: you <laughs> Did you make some money?
2: Oh, I mean, for, I mean, like, so me and my other chaotic boys, like, we were just, like, riding, like, look at this COVID data from China for ages and, like, shorting the shit out of, like, Las Vegas Sands and fucking the, like, SeaWorld, all the companies we hate. And for three days, I was, like, sending my homies big short gifts. So I'm like, I'm a fucking genius. I'm a king.
1: So and then sh- it all how, went how to much, hell. How much money can one make by shorting the crooked, failing SeaWorld?
2: Yeah, well, if you're trading options, you know you can just go. Full, you're just gambling, and so mm-hmm. you can get so much leverage, especially on like Robinhood or just like all these other gambling apps. Right. That the the boys and I were riding dopamine highs from like market open at six thirty in the morning, just like screaming into the Discord voice chat all the way until so it was chaotic. Yeah, yeah. It was not okay, healthy.
1: Okay, so I mean, they all went to hell. To be fair, so don't kinda, trade options. It is interesting to take all of that, you know, addict behavior, you know, seemingly negative energy and then channeling into something that can that could potentially make you a lot of money have a lot of fun you know a fantasy football type of thing but you're playing with the uh, you know the markets of the world do you see yeah. any downside to that has it turned you into a monster in any way or are you are you happy with everything that's going on
2: oh, to be clear like i lost my ass like for 3 days i was just <laughs> like i'm a genius contrarian like betting against and then like you know Trump and, and the Fed and the money printer went burr, and your boy took a dive. <laughs> Those puts were not looking so good. Um, well, but yeah, that's, that's my whole ethos. Just direct why some chaotic. Is, why, is, a, why did Robin Hood
0: pop off so much? Because it's like the easiest dumb-dumb proof way to do it, and it's on your phone? Is that why that rose to such prominence?
2: Yeah, and it's like, you know, it's a bunch of Silicon Valley dopamine hacking, like UX gangsters right. that can just turn a gambling app into like a more explicit gambling app. Mm-hmm. And you can get tons of leverage and, you know, like the kind of like Wall Street bets culture of a bunch of kids who were who had their lives destroyed by financialization mm. being like, lol, I could probably play this Ponzi better than like my boomer ass uncle. Let's get nasty. And then, like, getting some returns and then losing it all. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's a Man, real. You make,
0: it sound, you make it sound a lot cooler than it is, I feel like. Are you also active on the Clubhouse application?
2: You know, I'm an I'm early user. I'm in those like elite tech circles, baby. We got in there early yeah, so, days.
1: So, Chris and I, we, we got on Clubhouse a couple of months ago, but we haven't been on since. W- give us a little scene report of what, what the house is looking like lately
2: i mean lately to be clear like i love paul the founder i think he's brilliant and he's gonna like solve all this shit but I, early on it was like really special because everyone was sitting at home and like there were some interesting discussions and like you know good folks kind of like chopping it up there were some scooter Braun anecdotes you know it was it was it was, a, it was good vibes uh, okay,
0: wait i'm back in if, if scooter Braun's involved i'm in so yeah you, please
2: you know, I don't know if he's as in because now it's big enough that if you say some shit on there, there's, you know, a thousand people God. listening and you're, you're in bad shape. I, I it, it has devolved a bit. I mean, it's kind of reinforced this grand narrative playing out in Silicon Valley where there are these kind of like. Maddo MSNBC pilled liberals and then like the kind of like you know Chicago boy or like more like libertarian bros and they're just fighting out these battles which used to happen in like dunks on Twitter and are now are having in these voice chats and so I, I don't really know what's going on but I-, I do think there's been like the libertarian crew inviting some of their more problematic peers like the mold bugs if you know like Curtis Yarvin and other like neo-reactionary thought leader
1: types oh, and then trust me Trevor we don't but maybe somebody listening does Trevor you just said a lot of words In the last 30 seconds That are unfamiliar to these ears
2: Got it Well just like you know Your your favorite far right figures Favorite thought leaders Are on there chopping it up Mm -hmm. I see and then in, par- in parallel, you know, like I saw like Russell Simmons got invited and people were pretty upset about him because uh-huh. he's obviously a problematic figure. And so, um, yeah,
0: I, I agree. Trevor, I hate male yoga instructors. That's a big is, that's a big deal
2: breaker for me.
1: <laughs> and a turnoff Is Russell still in a clubhouse somewhere in Thailand?
2: Bali. Bali. Is that, where, that is energy. OK, that makes sense. That makes yeah, a lot he, of sense.
1: He literally
0: left. He literally left the country and, and like can't be extradited.
1: Wow. He, yeah, he that's left the dark com- boy. He'd be raping too much. That he had yeah, to he, leave the country forever. Well, wow, that's country. really
2: dark. Man, that's fucked. I didn't realize yeah. that was the move. Jesus. Well yeah,
1: that, that <laughs> yeah. actually
0: actually former former guest of this podcast, Joe Coscarelli of the New York Times, like they used a bunch of his reporting for the documentary about Russell that Oprah like pulled out of. If you remember that whole uh. thing. Um so yeah, it's really interesting. But yeah, he's I mean, he literally framed his escape from being charged as like a a spiritual journey in his yoga quest as an old man
2: that feels peak 2020 wow it does but i also miss i missed that whole scandal i just remember the kanye lyric and that's why i was like i know this man he got what he is got some it cases.
0: please give us the kanye bar
2: russell simmons says he wants to pray for me too i'm gonna pray for him because he got me too i believe Woo! is our king's oh, yeah. bar mm.
0: what what is that from
2: that's from uh what was the i it wasn't too long ago yeah well, clearly it
0: can't be but
2: yeah i should know the what's the what's the cover that young jake drew the bipolar one what's the album actually called i hate being bipolar it's awesome i forget yeah, what the album is like actually that. called
1: i
0: hate being bipolar it's
1: awesome it's, that, 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 cool. that, that 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 album came and went so quickly
2: yeah, but you know I stand yay forever. So okay, do you,
1: are you also? Are you, a where, yay where do you Where do you stand? I'm a yay okay, so do you think that yay has used his religion and his presidential campaign as a means of tax evasion? I don't think he
2: has yet. I don't. I wouldn't put it past the man, but <laughs> I, I, I don't think that's the case yet. Also, I feel like tax evasion is like at that level. You don't want any of that smoke. But maybe he's got enough dollars to really. You know, get them lawyers fighting, but yeah. tax
0: evasion is so cool. I, I think that that's the only reason to be religious. To but be able but to but, evade but taxes. he
1: he's he's avoiding taxes, but you know, on the up and up. I don't. You know, it's all technically legal. You know, if you if you're you know every, anything can be a, a campaign write-off, like the, the the big screen that he bought in. You know, to watch. Yeah. You know, whatever that that's a that's a campaign write-off, and and everything else is a campaign write-off, and and uh, you know. Obviously, anyone in doing anything religious is just skirting around any type of laws that we have to abide by as normal citizens.
2: Yeah, I forget what the department is that actually does like the federal prosecution around like campaign stuff. It's like uh, the federal election offenses arm or whatever. But mm-hmm. as I understand it, they're effectively like paralyzed in like the Trump era anyway. And <laughs> also, like, you only got to worry about it with, like the other guys, the people that don't like you win so I guess at this point it's like a 60-40 chance that like he's gonna be in trouble if he's doing that shit but is, you know if Donnie wins again, he's chilling
1: So are you, are you gonna ride in Kanye on your ballot or have you already done that?
2: I am. I am absolutely not writing in Kanye. <laughs>
1: come, on, come on, live a little, Trevor. Have a little fun. Damn, I thought is, I thought you were good music. Come on, dog. You know,
2: you, you, I, know I thought I you thought I was really with the shits in California. My doesn't. My vote doesn't count anyway. But
1: uh, yeah, I think he's VP, right, in Cali.
2: Yeah. yeah. Someone. Yeah. How did that happen? The independent person just said, like threw him on as as the VP. I, I, I truly don't understand how that happened, but it feels
0: very strange. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Kanye West ain't no man's vice president.
2: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's a boss dog or nothing at all. Yeah,
0: th- that's exactly that's exactly what I'm saying. But yeah, it's an interesting twist. I mean, I want him to go away, but I do always say that he's got hits in him if when he feels like doing them.
2: Oh, Kanye, Kanye totally. is the best. Ka- I, Kanye collected me for like three months, and it was truly the greatest three months ever.
0: Wait, I forgot about that. This is when you this is when
1: you met Chris Jenner. Didn't you meet Chris Jenner?
2: met chris went okay, to the house when
1: you say collected me could you expand on that trevor i mean that's like the man's great gift he just
2: pulls people together and like you know brings big ideas to the table and everybody riff and then like realizes them he, and he so,
1: identified you as a thought leader and said come come pull up to calabasas
2: yeah for three months i was the tech guy I was the tech
1: guy, <laughs> cool, yeah,
2: <but laughs> which, did, which is did funny. He, did he so you had to like ideas? so
1: like when the Wi-Fi went down, you had to reboot the router and stuff like that. <laughs> that
2: was me. I was just driving to Calabasas, unplugging that bad boy.)
1: <laughs> plugging some it back call in. It, so some people call it i.T. I call it tech. You know
2: what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was the CTO of the Yeezy operation, no, not really. <laughs> But it, it was fun. I mean, he just bought all that land in Calabasas and was, like, trying to, like, figure some stuff out. And we went to, like, Europe together and got to hang out with, like, Axel and Vanessa Beecroft and Nick Knight. And it was just Axel, like.
0: A- Axel?
2: Went to the castle, baby. Went to the castle in Belgium.
0: Damn, bro. Damn, you bro. really. I didn't know. I don't really. I didn't really realize you did that. I, I guess I remembered a little bit, but I didn't. I don't. That's, that's really interesting. So did you. What was your takeaway from
2: linking and building with Kanye West? I mean he's the greatest of my time That's like how I he, When he would just call me I'd be like freak out And like take a screenshot and send it to Harley And mm-hmm. then like just rap about You know how to make a hoodie cost two dollars When it was just like economically not viable Or like <laughs> You know throw out crazy ideas For the website or whatever it, it, was, it was mad fun The man is like the man is a genius I will ride for yay problematic As hell forever Really, I'm. I'm. I'm not. Sur- I'm, I want to say I'm surprised, but I'm not. Yeah, true facts. Yeah, this is probably like canceled on.
1: We just have those problematic people that we're gonna ride for, and, unless they do something truly, truly bad. Yeah, w- which I mean, one yeah, exa- could except argue except that Jason, Kanye has done a lot of harm in the I, world, but except Jason still maintains his love for
0: Chris Brown, which is interesting.
1: Yeah, Chris Brown is my Kanye. I suppose. Is it because of those da- epic dance moves? Yeah, epic dance moves. That's definitely part of it, Trevor.
2: Last night I was, I was walking to meet a friend downtown and this um, unhoused gentleman was like, yo, Tiger Woods. And I was like, Tiger Woods? Like, you- <laughs> I,
1: was like,
2: I was like, you can be better than Tiger Woods. He was like, yeah, you more Chris Brown. And I was like, all right, bro. Like, I think you're over too. Still going to buy you a Snickers though. Uh,
1: I, damn. I mean, both, both, both are cursed. Both have turned their life around. Both were at the top, hit the bottom and are now back in the hearts of all, all of us, aren't they?
2: Did Did Chris ever bounce, though? I feel like his loyalists just kept him afloat. I feel like he didn't even really dip.
1: You talking I, about I Team think,
2: Breezy? I'm talking about Team Breezy. <laughs>
0: I thought you were talking about me. I'm like,
1: yes, I do have a great legal team. Thank you for understanding my position. <laughs> yeah, Team Team Breezy is the wind beneath his wings, holding him up, keeping him from harm.
2: I never thought about the duality of Chris Brown and Chris Black. That's beautiful.
0: I have Well, <laughs> let me tell you something. I think about it every day of my life. Um, <laughs> wow. And, and unfortunately, you know, I'm more talented but he's more famous. And you know, that just happens sometimes.
1: Wow! it's true fact. Yeah. And it's a wash on who's a better dancer. Well, you, Trevor, you're talking about you were talking about quarantine energy earlier. How how serious are you taking the quarantine now, uh, you know, as opposed to say, you know, around 420, for example?
2: Oh, I mean, like I was definitely early prepping, doing the thing. Built a whole gym in my backyard, ready for the wave. And so that,
0: what did you you cop for the backyard gym? This mm. is a big talking point on our program.
2: Oh well, I mean, I have a proper garage that I bought, like full, you know, rubber mats for the floor. Go off, hell yeah! I got this thing; it's called an eccentric K Box Four. Mm. It's a little flywheel eccentric machine, so you can get a lot more, like a you know eccentric power it's pulling you down harder than you're like you normally just like come down gravity all this to say, great little machine mm-hmm. i got you know a proper uh barbell i got some weights mm-hmm. um i got some plyo boxes and your boy was getting them boosties right
1: <sighs> i feel like trevor I, trevor i feel like you are a great uh explosive box jumper am i wrong
2: I am I'm a I would say I don't have the mobility <laughs> to be like a real sixty inch box jump guy, but I can get like a fifty in there every now and then, you I know what I'm saying? Could.
0: Jason,
1: can I do sixty? I don't know about that, sweetie.
2: What were we doing at our height of box jumping?
1: We're doing about about three feet. No, okay, honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I mean what, sixty, that's like what, five feet?
2: Yeah, you watched like the like the world record is like sixty five or sixty three or something, and these dudes are like pulling their knees to their chin and like Yeah,
1: yeah, know. yeah. That's some wild that's some like youth of today shit. I can't y- Yeah. <laughs> that's some bad brains shit.
2: That, that is some youth kid. of today shit. So are you
0: happy with your home gym setup? Are you gonna return to the gym or are you are you go where you're at?
2: Oh, I, I'm just adding to the insanity, bro. I got a basketball hoop there. Now I got a little portable basketball hoop in the driveway, and I bought like one of those NBA or like college team rebounder things with like a big oh, net. Yeah. That, like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> love that. So your hau- is, your house is like like a 16 year old rich kids vibe going on. You have you have all the toys for getting for getting jacked and nailing threes
2: full richy rich energy at one point in my life there were 4 laptops and 1 towel in this home and
0: folks
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> the that's, kind a, of- that's how much of the man is jacking off folks yeah i was about to say that's a crazy ratio fam um yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we gotta do that in in yg voice four laps one towel no x <laughs> one boot one towel <laughs> <laughs> YG voice? how many that's, of those uh, four max were alienware and how many of them were from tim apple's company
2: you know we need them big graphics card boys Let's and tim apple go. ain't bringing that
1: they ain't bringing that graphic
2: card energy over here. So
1: yeah, we were we were doing a, our Twitch show last week, and and the guy who was like the like the AV tech guy, he had his laptop plugged in, and it was like our his, our was,
0: Trevor. If we're Kanye, he's our Trevor,
1: <laughs> and Fair. we're and we're both like clowning his laptop because you know it was like a, a League of Legends ass laptop with like glowing like multi colors happening, and we're like, boy, what like we we gave him a what are those to his laptop. And he's like, bro, that laptop is six six racks. And we're oh, like, yeah. what do you, and we're like, bro, what do you do with this thing? And he's like, make money. <laughs>
2: he's <laughs> like, okay. I'm, I'm mining Monero right now, yeah. streaming this. Yeah, that's a real razor energy, man. That's like the, big big razor energy. Yeah, the next ThinkPad thuggery is like the razor rude boy.
1: ThinkPad thuggery.
2: Yeah, if you were a real like I think like '90s fi- PE private equity financial analyst, and you had like the ThinkPad with like a little red rubber ball, yeah, the track, nub the knob
1: in the in between the G and the H key.
2: Yeah, I knew to respect you because you were definitely pulling together some file yeah, yeah. fire financial models.
1: We call that that's the G spot right there. It is right next to the G key <laughs> on the keyboard, and if you know how to rub that red nub the right way, the dividends really come in.
2: That's what I'm saying, <laughs> Jason. Derivatives and dividends, steward That's what I call you around these parts.
1: <laughs> okay, so so you started so you started off being a little crazy preppery, but nowadays, you know, maybe on a scale of one to one hundred, how serious are you taking the quarantine, social distancing, etc.?
2: I mean, so this is another like nerdy tech broism, but like my buddies now like do all the testing in California. Um and like they like have a little biotech startup and it's whenever what you go to flex? what's it what called the fucking flex yeah it's called curative okay. shout out to curative um shout out to Paul Fletcher Hill the Don um but uh and Matt as well if you well. want
1: to if you want to talk about podcast advertising you know hit hit us up.
2: Yeah, I think they're doing okay. They're getting like real government contracts to yeah, do the entire. Yeah, yeah, You
1: know, we still need to spread the word on the ground floor, though. You know. Okay. Yeah, so, true facts. so you have so you so you you have access to some some extra special testing. Is that what's going on?
2: I mean, you can also so basically all I do is I talk to them to see how like the local LA stuff is going, and then you can also go to like Calcat. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. uh, you can go to like Calcat. The, the, and they, Trevor. Do we lose him?
1: no i i hear him he's talking i'm here oh shit yeah i don't hear him chris you don't fucked up is your oh, headphones well
2: you can't hear me uh, oh C- it's C- weird you can hear C- jason though
1: yeah I, I hear all of us there we go you good
2: yeah can you hear me
1: sorry guys all right
0: clap clap jason all right, ah! all right. okay so continue
2: no, so you can go to the CalCat site and you can see like all the like R nods or like how every county is, is trending. And so I just like basically assessed how serious I'm going to be on I'm based on that thing. But for the most part, I'm doing like little dinners. I went to the homies like backyard, um, you know, John, he used to manage salons, he used to work with Brad Scoffern or whatever. Either way, he's got a little backyard fire pit he built and he's like cooking whole lambs and shit in his backyard. So I went there the other night, I wore a mask kept Mm -hmm. it cozy and safe and responsible and had a meal so i would say one to 100 probably keeping it a solid 60 right now that's good that's not bad at all are you like raving right now jason or what are you going to like the underground we are we are
0: this 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 podcast is a pro super spreader endeavor um, (laughs) but we have not been invited to any underground raves because we're too old, unfortunately. Yeah,
2: respect. I feel that. I do be seeing some of like the influencer kids whose fences I got, and they're just living life unfazed.
1: Yeah, it, I think I think a lot of people in New York have completely stopped, and they're just like business as usual. Absolutely, it's 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 the summer of love in Manhattan yeah. right now. Do <laughs> you went to New York, right, Trev? I did. I did a solid week there.
2: What was the vibe? honestly dark like whenever i go to new york it it just feels a little dark i mean it was cool i bought a bike off this dude from queens for 85 bucks and was just smashing around town and like seeing homies and like making the best of it but i also feel like i timed it just that point where even the loyals who had like wrote it out were going to vermont for like 10 days Mm -hmm. and so a lot of that
0: man your friends are wider than mine going to vermont even yeah yeah, yeah.
1: even the real new yorkers where i'm going to maine dude yeah, going to, I'm going to my, my, my friend's
2: uncle's place in Connecticut. They got a spot for me, um, but I did have some funny run ins. Like I was just posting on Instagram all day. Like I'm in New York who wants to hang and then it would be like Dean True Panther and like Bryn being like, yo, and I'd be like, all right, and so Bryn I'd have Trill, like
0: Bryn Trill is always down to hang.
2: Yeah, so it'd be like me and Bryn Trill and like Dean at Dean's place in Bed-Stuy with his fiance and just, you know, chopping it up. There were some random run ins. It was kind of lovely in that way
0: that's cool I, I haven't been back since i left in march really i went back for a couple of days so i feel like i've abandoned my home and it's kind of starting to weigh on me emotionally
2: yeah are you gonna fully make the switch or are you still a bike brother
0: i mean I, I i would unfortunately la is looking very attractive because this podcast is exploding in popularity and i need to be let's close go to, i need to be close to my co-host and and business partner them gene <laughs> um but that's
1: right that's right
0: this place is devoid of culture and energy that I need to thrive and stay on top of the cutting edge of, of, of culture. You well,
1: know? If, if New York is devoid of people, then you know we have <laughs> just true. as much culture as they do right now, if not more. Let-
2: Let's back that up. Like, what? What is? What is the New York culture that that you're missing? Is is you know fucking? Well, not, well I mean, I, he I mean,
1: he wants to be able to walk out his front door and be surrounded by you know hotties. people from all from hot be surrounded by hotties wearing cool clothes of, exactly. you know young independent designers that he can notice and compliment, and <laughs> and he wants to go to his magazine store and buy like a thirty eight dollar magazine and then yeah. He, you know buy and get, a, no and then maybe hit a gallery or a museum
2: or a little, little stop by rena spallings in the middle of fucking yeah, pandemic that,
0: but, but guys <laughs> get a, a roll of film developed exactly <laughs> all that stuff you can't do in la man you guys got you guys got hamburgers and tennis and that's and i uh-huh. only like one of the, i only i only like one of those things <laughs> but, the, but the thing you do have going for you is that all of my friends live here so that is a
1: big, you know, that's a big. I mean, LA will never be dressing like New York is dressing. That that is just going to be a fact. But, you know, but it can change. You know, LA can can get better, but you know, there's no there's never going to be the boulevard to walk down. There's never going to be the Bedford Ave or whatever, you know, Soho to stroll through to show off your fit. It's just like it's Erwan and that's it. That's the problem.
2: I, yeah. I will say though, if we enter into a real like organic lab zip era of fashion, like we might have a chance in LA. Like, you know, the homies could be running some Gore-Tex and like little Gonia boys and be really I bringing mean,
1: looks. I Trevor mean, ben I had, think, bro, Ben had the yeah. only shit the only shit
0: out here is is air that's the only place to see people dress well (laughs) trevor do you have any advice for me
2: i mean do i have any advice for you i'm a tech bro i've lost all sense of where the pulse of culture is i go to air and feel proud that i know about that um (laughs) and and i will say that air silver lake has really elevated silver lake for me
1: electronics looking at fucking (laughs) yeah
2: my, my rich architectural tours of Los Angeles, and I'm like, as you can see, the UFO has landed inside. Um, <laughs> yeah, Rise right, electronics yo. here in Burbank. Yo,
0: you, Burbank. where Where is the Bread World headquarters?
2: It's on the west side, correct? No, we, we were for a while. We worked out a bad robot uh, in Santa Mon- Santa Monica, but we've had an office in Chinatown that's empty and has been empty for months now for for a while. Mm. But so have you we, been go- have you been going in and gaming alone, just having the space to yourself? <laughs> just taking the render farm and just building perfect 3D models of your head just to stare at. No, <laughs> I, I've just been like chilling at home. I'm honestly, I, I'm like excited about the air one. I feel like it really elevated the trajectory of Silk of uh, of uh, Silver Lake. It was definitely heading towards a Are more like West Hollywood. Silicon
1: Lake,
2: I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say Silicon East. No, that's not even a thing. I was gonna say Silver Lake, but I did head towards Silicon Valley. But the more, most importantly. Silver Lake was heading towards a real, like, bandage dress, West Hollywood energy. <laughs> and Erewhon is taking it more towards, like, a Brentwood cardio bar energy, mm. and I appreciate
1: that. Yeah, we need that because Silver Lake... Yeah, we it, do. Because, I, I, you know, when I first moved to L.A. forever ago, Silver Lake, you know, that was a very cool place to be. It was it was the epicenter of everything that was popping. You would see, you know, a Chloe Sev walking, getting a, a, a kale smoothie and shit. Like, it didn't really get hot. better than that. You know, very hot. But now it looks... You know, I LA, see cooler-looking people at the fucking Grove compared to Silver Lake now. I've yeah. heard that. I've heard that Silver
0: Lake, like that retail stuff, is torched. That's the apparently that APC does the worst of any APC location in the world.
1: <laughs> no kidding! No kidding! Like yeah, I mean, not, The only people walking by that are like, I mean, no, no, but there's no street traffic. There's no parking. It's just there yeah. to be there. It might you as don't well pull, be downtown. You don't,
0: You don't valet the G wagon to cop a pair of retro super futures on Sunset. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy.
1: I mean, now that now that Barney's closed, I might have to.
0: I mean, there's nowhere to cop, dude. Nowhere to cop. Um, That's real. So Trevor, where do you
1: uh, go ahead? Go ahead. Let's talk some tech, Trevor. How uh, how is the new iPhone 12 going to change what what you're doing over there at Bread Industries?
2: You know, I've actually not spent too much time with it, but I am interested in that LIDAR camera, baby. What, what uh, is LIDAR? I mean, so I mean, LIDAR is effectively a technology to like, you know, better understand like space. And so as we move from like mobile to spatial computing, like mm-hmm. augmented reality or whatever. Like or being or when, able you when you say about,
1: space, do you mean like the space in a room or do you mean like outer space?
2: No, I mean, like, the space in the room. Like, I, I mean, as yeah. I understand, like, LiDAR uses, like, light detection to understand, like, depth. So instead of having, like, a single input video we mm. have, like, a flat surface you can't understand, like, it's what, like, autonomous vehicles use, as mm. I understand it. Okay. It's, like, LiDAR to see through, you know, car doors or whatever else. All I used to say that, like, as we start, like, better understanding all the space around us, we can then, like, better contextualize that data and then stick yeah. stuff on it. You know, Pokemon Go is going to be next level. Mm. But also you can imagine like you can imagine like navigating your world and having like all the contextual information to allow you to like better understand it or like make sense of it. And honestly, I've not even looked at it too much. I've been just like too busy with other shit. Mm-hmm. I am excited about the really small phone, though, because I'm sick of this guy. I want to go back to like the iPhone 5. Sets. I know I know
0: I'm tired of all of us looking like Uber drivers with these fucking giant phones. I, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's honestly insane how big they are. Does
1: the, does, like, the small, does the mini have the same computing power and camera quality? I
2: think it has the most. I don't think it has the LiDAR sensor on the mini one, but I think it has like most of the camera functionality. But I think that's the big differentiator. Like phone companies just know everyone's buying the camera. And so.
1: Are we going to be able to go back to a small phone though after we've adjusted to, you know, big dick energy? Great question.
2: Steve Jobs would say yes. We shouldn't have a device that doesn't fit in our back pocket. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. The Amiri pocket is pretty small.
0: Yeah, my amiris are too tight for I can't even carry. If I have to carry a hundred thousand in one pocket and two phones in the other, it's pretty like, tough. It's pretty I'll tough. The- <laughs> I guess I'm gonna have to bring back the messenger bag because I can't carry all this stuff with me. You know, maybe
2: you could tuck one in like the rip of the amiris. You know what I'm saying? That's a or-
0: good idea. Actually, <laughs> I utilize I utilize the rip as a phone case. Fire! Yeah, you can sell it. Like, that's a great idea. That's that's
1: uh, Trevor. Unfortunately, that's how long gone intellectual property. Thank you yeah, for that. that's um, the that can be the new Chad Muska weed pocket in the in the shoes.
2: <laughs> yeah, if you guys you know pioneer the weed pocket for the Amiri jeans and build some ill drop shipper business where you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd love that personally.
0: Okay, uh, hey, no problem, no problem. So I Trevor,
1: mean, you've been you've been doing some podcasting lately. I heard you on some some big founder pods, Masters of Scale. Uh, let's get it baby stuff like that how do you how have you received any media training or is this all off dome i mean lightweight like
2: i i find it quite tough to do like the business facing pods because i spent so long as like a solo artist guy i kind of say whatever i want and it was a reflection of you know what i thought and what i cared about but Mm -hmm. like when you're speaking on behalf of an organization it's actually quite tricky um it does Keep me up at night and i'm going to do my best not to get canceled on this pod um well it's not
0: looking good so far but we've got we've got about (laughs) 25 more minutes honestly
1: i mean like all joking aside i i feel grateful every day that i uh, that i only really have myself to be responsible for with you know as it pertains to letting it spray on on microphone because it, it could you know i've seen a lot of people get like seriously affected by being so cautious about saying the wrong thing all the time it's 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 not a it's not a fun way to live
2: no it's certainly not a fun way to live i will say that like i also mean we haven't done a ton of like press as an organization Mm -hmm. mostly because like i I mean i would much rather just be like building stuff and talking about it but i think in the vacuum of us not talking about it people have described what we're building as like virtual influencers and so i'm like actively like trying to change that narrative why don't
0: you why don't you tell the how long gone audience what you are building then
2: oh true facts so um i run a company called bread or kind of building like a modern Marvel or Disney um, with this thesis that if you were going to start trying to tell like really compelling narratives in 2020 you probably wouldn't start in comic books or in theaters you would start where you know young people's eyes are which is primarily on their phones so we're telling stories across mobile devices primarily across social networks with these these fictional characters one of them is named little Michaela who you may have seen in your gram Mm. running some fly fits talking that that real shit
0: I'm not I'm not familiar but keep going yeah (laughs) yeah
2: Uh, but yeah, I've always thought of like Disney as a technology company, like just building really interesting tools for storytellers. And like, you know, I spend most of my waking hours thinking about how to build more equitable futures for, for artists and people that are actually creating a lot of the value. And I had seen a lot of that value going elsewhere and also seen it become more difficult to be a creator as we talk about like mm-hmm. getting canceled. I, I'm really interested in kind of building, um, you know, what my friend Toby would call a headless brand mm-hmm. or kind of like these heat shields or these platforms that allow for creative people to like operate inside of them collaboratively or or, or individually and kind of like abstract themselves from all of the chaos that is being a public figure. And so that was kind of like part of this core thesis and we're kind of chipping away, building some cool tools and telling stories and trying to figure out, I think, some of the ways we're going to interact with that coming spatial computing future. Mm-hmm.
1: Do, do you think there's anybody who has done a good job at maintaining uh, an un, um, you know, lifestyle, I guess? You know, being able I mean, to use that freedom?
2: If you just lean in, yeah. If like you're Nick Mullen or something, like, are you cancelable? Like, right, uh, like right, right. <laughs> I think it, if you just fire off out the gate, like, you know, um, right. you're probably uncancelable. Yeah. That's again. Kinda,
1: that, that seems to be maybe one of the only ways to do it right now is to really just come out of the gate and be like, yes, I'm, you know, like I'm a racist. You know, yeah. I hate gay people. <laughs> Who cares? Fuck with me, baby.
2: Yeah, I think that's one of like, but the I think real figuring challenges. Figuring out a way
1: to do it without—I mean, figuring out a way to have like the weird confidence to not be canceled, but also still being like respectful and not offensive—is, uh, I think that's it's, like the sweet a, spot. It's very difficult. That's, to That's that's what's hard to do, and I think that's yeah you know, the, the, the real the real true heads will be able to do. that. I mean, maybe Kanye is doing that.
2: I mean, I think that the challenge is everyone is problematic, right? Like we, we all are kind of like navigating our own yeah. human humanity, and all three of us, one hundred, you know. I've... I, I've oh, seen wait, jeans.
1: Chill, chill, chill. <laughs> chill, chill, chill.
2: <laughs> but I will say on some other wait, tech no, shit,
0: Actually, Trevor, I'm sorry. You've seen jeans do what? I'm sorry. Continue.
2: <laughs> no, I was going to say we've all seen jeans in those extra clips when he was extra guy in the background of those music videos, some real problematic characters he associated himself with.
0: That's, that's right. That's a good, yeah, that's, that's actually a great point. No one. Yeah. Britney Spears is his only saving grace.
2: Yeah. That yeah, one also is I beautiful. Regret,
1: I regret doing blackface in that video. Yeah. <laughs> I've gone on record to state that.
2: If the audience could go out and find that, if anyone wants to be blackface them jeans for Halloween, you know, for their for their Zoom Halloween or whatever they're doing,
1: that that would be that would be great. That would be really Yeah, the, good. the list that of people really wanting to be blackface them jeans on their Zoom holiday uh, uh, cr- uh, Halloween. I'm is, the is only low.
0: person that wants to do that, unfortunately. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's not going to go further than this for further than this call. So do you, do you
1: think you know? I, I think Steve Jobs said that storytelling was kind of the number one thing that he did. Do you, do you think that that storytelling will always be kind of the number one thing to consider when you're looking at like content creation from, from a bird's eye view?
2: Yeah. But I think also like just globally, like we're, we're narrative driven creatures. You know, I think about like people ask like, who are the best storytellers of all time? And I'm like, I don't know, Muhammad Christ, like Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel Eck. I, mean, I mean, like Steve Jobs definitely understood that stuff, which is like why you, when you if you ever go get a chance to go watch like the iPhone, iPhone announcement. And it's like effectively a palm pilot, right? Like, and mm. the man presents it as if it's like this entirely brand new thing, you know, and that's like that kind of reality distortion is unparalleled and amazing.
0: I love reality distortion. Now you're speaking my language because in my reality and it's very distorted, I'm a major celebrity and Jason's my assistant. So I, I think that I understand that way of thinking. And Steve Jobs, that guy was onto something, I feel like, with that. Yeah, I, I don't mean, know about other the,
1: other than Soldier Boy, not many have been able to do that level of of, real, <laughs> of reality distortion. That's
2: true. What, how do we get Soldier on the pod? I'd love to i love to guess on that one.
1: Damn. I mean I I is Soldier Boy alive currently? He he is, right? Yes,
2: he got it. You think he's living in a McMansion like outside Atlanta or what, Chris? Where is he?
0: A hundred percent. He's he he probably actually lives in like the Valley in L.A. S- Soldier
1: Boy is in Sherman Oaks right now.
2: Yeah, oh, respect. That's yeah, what tr- I Trevor, have guess. you
1: considered potting yourself? I mean, uh, or you, you've continue. done a little pot of yourself, right?
2: Oh, a podcast of myself. I think you meant like potting with human beings. A podcast. Um I mean, I got some ideas.
1: Ceramic potting. Um, so you've had some ideas to have a podcast. I mean, obviously, you're a busy guy, but I think, you know, you you you, uh, you have a lot of thoughts and you like to talk. I think it could be a good idea for you.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Like, uh, a bunch of friends have, like, little podcast things and stuff now, and I've got some, like, funny little ideas, but I don't know if we have the time. I, I personally, I don't think I have the time, and it seems like it's not much work, but I imagine it's a ton of work. Mm-hmm. as i prepare to send an audio file to jeans to compress and eq and chop up or whatever
1: yeah it feels um, good it feels good to flex my mixing skills on 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 podcasts and, if i'm not doing and it while it i have this, not I been
2: <laughs> well, I've not been thinking about potting. I have been thinking about getting all the homies out of big cities and into kind of like Midwest or like third tier enclaves that we could redefine. And so that's like, you know, my, my commune new pod of people energy is, is been pumping for sure. Have you
1: been buying up real estate in Park City?
2: I have not, but a lot of the tech lords are doing the Austin Park City thing for sure. I'm more interested in like a Greensboro, North Carolina, or I spent 48 hours in Tulsa Yeah, I last was going to ask you
0: I, saw you. I saw you hitting Tulsa, and I was... I
2: was.
1: Yeah, it sounds like Trevor is ready to come home.
2: Yeah. I mean, Tulsa is really intriguing, right? In and like, as I understand it, Dallas and Oklahoma City are like rancher communities where the old money is like ranch money. Tulsa being oil money, it's got this like, you know, all those folks are engineers. And so if you were, you know interested in technology 60 years ago like you were going to harvard and studying some kind of like molecular engineering or something and like building oil solutions so all these folks that are like liberal progressive you know like i met with this, this this billionaire dude named george kaiser who's you know this like 78 year old jewish billionaire in tulsa like i just that's not what i think of when i think of oklahoma because of my own mm-hmm. you know misconceptions of what's down there is but all i to say
1: is he from kaiser permanente
2: he is not. No, he he's an oil guy. He mm-hmm. uh, has a and has a, a bank, but um, super brilliant. Like built this impressive park called Gathering Place in Tulsa. Truly one of like the smartest, best instincts, like dude that I ever met in my life. And it, Tulsa was great. You know, I don't honestly know that that's like the place, but I fucked with it.
0: Damn. I love. I've been to Oklahoma City a few times, and I I stand Oklahoma, <laughs> actually.
2: So, anyone listening out there is an economic development director from you know a city that could use the kind of economic boost that this pod and a few other like washed hipsters could bring. (laughs) Yeah, hit my line.
0: Yeah, if you we could maybe I think we could at least get the nightlife scene going. You know, if if nothing else, we could inject the nightlife scene with some much needed. I mean, it, it
1: does doesn't it sound so fun to you know we've been we've been in these big cities, LA, New York, our whole adult lives to just. Just go, just take it all, cash in your chips and just go to one of these, you know, fourth tier, fifth tier cities and just see what it's like to live of just like, that's how much rent is, that's how much it costs to start a small business, like...
2: And that part is chill, but the, like, the more fun part, I think, even being in Oklahoma, was seeing like how little red tape. Like we've only known like right. bureaucracy at the scale of like Los Angeles versus they're like, oh, you want to build a water park with lasers and guns? Like you got two hundred grand, like go nuts. Right.
1: And in <laughs> yeah. LA, it's like, oh, you want to put a jacuzzi in your backyard? Ugh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, mean, the I lack of the, yeah that lack of red tape. I mean, it just sounds so freeing.
2: We could be building Dime Square Tulsa next week, guys. Just something to consider.
0: Honestly, I feel like at this point, our powers combined, we could make anywhere hot. I, I, I truly believe that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, Honestly, pretty, that's strong promoter energy, and I like it. Well, well that's, I, I mean... It's that's true. basically
2: my bet. Yeah, I mean, every every developer's playbook is like move in thought leader ass types yeah. and like watch property values go up and then like displace those people and move in the bankers or whatever. And it's like, why don't we just displace the middlemen and like become a developer class? Because like we got the clout. <laughs> mm. I could barely figure out the financial instruments. Like that's not that hard.
1: Damn, I guess yeah, my, could, my ultimate could, dreams of retiring in Orange County might have to be uh, altered for a different different state or city.
2: You could be climate speculating, you know the genes. You could be thinking about where there's going to be real
1: water supply.
0: Damn, Jason's never thought that hard in his life. He doesn't smoke that much weed.
1: <laughs> I'm smoking the wrong strains. I mean, obviously, I'm always considering uh, you know market trends as it pertains to real estate. But you know the wa- the source of water, source of water has not come into play on my algorithm. So I, I will not- add that to the spreadsheet. Yeah, you need to hit the Nat Geo runs next time. I think that's
0: what you're forgetting.
1: You're not seeing it from a global
0: perspective, Jason. You're you're very. I need to you hit
1: know. the Aquafina runs. Uh, you know, because water is going to be scarce in the upcoming, uh, you know, in the near future. Hopefully so not.
0: Tre- Trevor is. Are California, New York, and Miami all going to be underwater?
2: I mean, I think New York City's got like enough of a tax base. They'll probably build like flood walls and and then manage it. Uh, it seems They're like California
1: got to pay for it too, and we'll get New get Jersey to pay for it. <laughs>
2: I do. Want, I worry about California. I think water is going to be a real issue. I do think like these fires aren't going to stop. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I wouldn't bet on it. I mean, it's probably a nice time to like buy some shit in, in Minnesota or like. Uh, is,
0: it, is it bad that I don't care and I just will only <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't care. Like I just don't care. Like I'm only gonna like all short answer aside, yes. Oh, the all joking aside. I'm never gonna live anywhere that's not a very expensive major city. But you in don't America. know
1: that. You don't. I mean, what? What if maybe Europe? What? If, what if Tool's dream comes true and it is Arizona Bay? All of California is on fire. There's an earthquake. It just knocks everything off on the fault line, and and California doesn't exist anymore. New York and and Miami are flooded. Where are you gonna go, Chris? London, bruv. Hey, honestly,
2: a real balmy climate heated up. London sounds fire. Yeah, um, if London had L.A. weather when the Earth is scorched.
1: Think how sick it would. Yeah, be. Yeah, but I feel like by then you won't be able to, or you won't be allowed to participate in international travel anymore. You mean because yeah. I'm a criminal or because of? of, <laughs> of like, because, uh, I can, because, because I can of finally all- get it.
0: I get her I relapse and get a DUI. Like what do you I don't know? What I, you mean. I,
1: I I'm no, I mean like global <laughs> international travel will will be so heavily restricted for, you know, whatever apocalyptic reasons. You know, oh. in this in this scenario, if I'm saying you have to stay in in America, where are we going?
0: Um Ooh. if
1: we can't go coastal.
0: Ch- Charleston, South Carolina, like Whitney Port. Strong. Go off. Is that where she is? No, but she we had we had her on the podcast and she like said that's the place she wants to move, but she's never even been there. But I've been there a lot and I really like it.
2: That's that sounds like white power to me, not white pride. Um <laughs> I'm, I'm concerned. Um, uh,
0: well you should be concerned. It's literally built on you know, it's 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 a very problematic history.
2: So parts. I've heard. So I've heard. It's I was reading something about that.
0: It's a very <laughs> beautiful it's like a really beautiful city, but really, really troubled. Um <laughs> but I was just there and it was, you know, I mean it was Fire. I love it there. I always have, but it's like, it's, I don't, can I live there? I mean, I'm not ready to slow down to a southern pace, if you know what I'm saying.
2: Yeah, I feel that. I mean, all I would say then is like, don't buy shit. Just like, you know, hoard that cash, pump it into your homies, into some equities, and, you know, ride it out. Stay mobile, stay agile.
0: Are you mm. invested, to, Trevor? Are you invested in multiple startups and, and other ventures?
2: yeah yeah i mean that I, that was my thesis for a long time i was never going to buy real estate i was just going to invest in my smart friends and like mm-hmm.
0: get okay well we have a, returns. So, Trevor we have a podcast it's called how long gone um yeah we have a pdf
1: for, that we could send over we're angels. looking for
0: a we're looking for a small capital injection to to grow the brand <laughs> and possibly open a studio and then maybe create a how long gone podcast network with other Ooh, the
2: network podcasts like big tam boys big tam total dressable market boys that's what i'm talking about i love it
0: (laughs) we we have a hold on a very certain demographic that is is a high spending uh it's real shit it's It's real real shit shit. we'll talk about it off the podcast but i'm happy to meet with any of your partners or venture capital funds um you know yeah uh, I'm a little more comfortable in those boardroom settings than Jason, but I will bring him for comic
2: relief. I can see you just smashing a PowerPoint presentation. You're probably a keynote lord, so yeah, we'll make it happen. We'll get, we'll- S-
0: somebody, somebody would need to build the presentation for me entirely, oh. and then I could read it off the screen. But I have a good delivery. I will build oh, yeah. it,
1: and I will have to be the person who hits the uh, the arrow to the right button <laughs> on the keyboard when it's when I'm, and I intuitively know when it's time to advance into the next slide. Well, what
0: should Trevor? What should our listeners? I mean, they're probably all broke, but what what should they be doing? Where should they be investing their money if they have a little coin to play with?
2: I mean I I am certainly not like a, a the public markets guru. Uh, my friend Julie young uh, Julie Y4 I think on on Twitter she's your public markets guru. My kind of very simple macro thesis is that, like, in order to dig ourselves out of this fucking COVID hole, we're going to need to probably print some dollars. And I don't think, you know, printing money creates hyperinflation like all the gold bugs. But I do think, like, you know, when you've got all this capital locked up at banks, they're going to start deploying some of it and they're probably going to buy equities or bonds, or whatever. And like any kind of like, you know, financial instrument or vehicle or whatever, like, it will probably move in the right direction. So I don't know. If you've got like extra cash on the side, just dump it into like, google microsoft amazon any of the big scary big boys and like you're probably earning more than like six seven percent i don't know that's um, good.
0: No, look that's good advice we don't give any advice on this podcast except oh, about like tennis and how to dress so we i we should like probably
2: to- qualify that as not financial advice that's what like the pros do right as just we're just riffing you're, disclaimers yeah.
0: mm-hmm. don't worry we don't have rules here don't don't worry The the the, <laughs> the the federal trade commission does not listen to how long gone i don't think
2: SEC, if you're out there, I'm a big fan. Respect, respect what you fan. do.
0: I really love, I really love what you're doing. You know, I really think you guys have moved it in a great direction. Yeah, uh, I yeah. hope so, you
1: got the flowers, FTC.
2: Um, yeah. Do you think Trevor? Do you think COVID is real? I, just, <laughs> sadly this deep state plan to take down donald trump no yeah I, I i believe i believe that it's real and it's been a shame to watch how much we fucking bungled this thing are over you here
0: tired are you tired of the government telling us what to do and these masks are actually making it harder to breathe uh i mean trevor you don't I, I, have
1: to answer q chris's <laughs> questions
0: all
2: right? I, I i love the tough questions and this actually is a nice segue to a plug i create also for my crypto heads out there oh god I, I, I created a little community. It's called Friends with Benefits. F W B. Help is the domain name. I'm dumping all but- this audio. You need to include this audio because you can, (laughs) you can, you can purchase some 50 FWB tokens to get access to a Discord community we build where we're talking about a lot of these hot, controversial subjects. But my one take, Mm. uh, 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 alluding to that situation is I've been very interested in how like the ideological bedfellows have been shaken up and we have like Venice Beach goop moms hanging out with like, you know, red pilled, like Republican gun toting rednecks Mm. because they're anti-maskers. That shit is very intriguing to me. Things splitting up around like materialists versus like spiritualists, ideological lines, it makes for a very weird next decade. Yeah, so I I'm actually, ready to get it.
1: I actually experienced a lot of that when I, w- I went to Sedona last month and there's a lot of that energy going on there. And yes, and combining of like the spiritual, you know, Erewhon, uh, you know, goop yoga moms mixed with that, like anti-vax, anti-mask Republican, you know, yeah. energy. It's, it's a twisted cocktail. I went to Monterey and
2: Carmel and I was like really impressed at all little general stores because they had books. Maybe not impressed, freaked. that like all. It was like, you know, eat yourself to health, like a macrobiotic guide. And then it was like the Russia conspiracy to take down. Like all of it was like, what? They've all been like heavily Q pilled and think all Dems are pedophiles and like it's fucking wild. Well, man. I
0: mean I need to see some data that they're not, to be honest. Yeah. but I, yeah. I I understand what you mean. It's it's crazy to see that in Carmel, which is a one my, one of my favorite places in California.
1: Yeah, you know those places. You know, they're pretty pretty liberal towns, and it, it's it's odd to see them go that way. It's tough.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be a wild one. Um, are you guys gonna stay in the country for the election? Are well, you gonna be hiding is why out we somewhere live
0: for Kanye? Um, yeah i'm yeah i'm definitely gonna be here bro I'm, I'm gonna be in la
1: and i can't wait to celebrate with jason
2: yeah another <laughs> yeah, four years you yeah, can't wait I've to celebrate. yeah it
1: makes me do you remember i remember the day that obama won that fell on a tuesday obviously um and and we yeah. we did a party in the club and that was probably like one of the, the that had some of the best energy in the club in the oh history my God. Of, of of the club
2: i don't know if you remember but i made like a steve angelo laid back luke b yes we can obama edit oh
1: God. bro i think i may still have it on my itunes no no lie
2: we need to, i don't even think i have that if you can find it it could be like yes
1: yes 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 yeah, yes we was- can damn that sounds cool as hell
2: bro i was pretty sick back then let me tell you brother <laughs>
1: I mean, it, it is nice to reminisce to those those simpler days when you're like, the only thing I gotta do today is like finish this this edit of this um Swedish house mafia song because it's totally gonna kill it tonight. Yeah, and hopefully this media
2: really worry about. Hopefully this media fire link doesn't get taken down, you know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: Those were the that that was the biggest worry at one point, you know, that's that's really it is a simpler time. Well,
1: speaking of about. music, as as we close out, Trevor, what do you think the the future of music is looking like? You know, you M- Michaela is doing a lot of things in, in the in the music space, yeah. pushing new boundaries, doing new things with video and audio and all that stuff. Like, where, where do you think we're heading to?
2: I mean, I, I honestly, I think it's like quite nerdy, but like the, the, the crypto thing is really interesting because people are building economies around whatever they want. And I, I do think like artists have underpriced their creations for a very long time and haven't had the kind of like pricing power to go and dictate what they want their music to sell for or cost mm-hmm. on platforms like Spotify. So I think it's getting really interesting. I don't know. You might even be a good podcast if, if you know Andre RAC from the hype machine era. Yep. Um, yeah, I
1: know him
2: he's doing a lot of really impressive shit he just released a, a personal token so people can effectively like buy his token and buy into what he's doing and, and i'm i'm you know big brain energy into that shit i, I do think on a kind of a a, a, a more macro level i'm is this interested like a, is that
1: like a drink ticket how does how does his token work
2: <laughs> not entirely wrong yeah actually that's a great example people to talk about arcade tokens but i like drink tickets as this kind of abstracted like you know uh, uh like you know metaphor for value mm-hmm. that can be exchanged for the thing and then Imagine if there were like secondary markets for that drink ticket, where you could trade a CinerSpace ticket for a fucking LAX drink ticket. Like that's what. So imagine like you know we have the them jeans token and 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 the Chris Black token, and you're like you know what I'm long Chris Black. My boy's been spitting some hot fire. I'm short jeans. These edits are are falling apart. You know you can participate. (laughs)
1: Look, shorting on jeans token never a safe bet. Uh, Yeah,
0: that's funny as
2: fuck. Uh, yeah. Okay. So there's weird stuff happening there. But I think also, like, on a more macro, I'm, I'm like, being I'm really inspired by a lot of music that's coming out right now. Um, this is a new Mary Lattimore that I'm obsessed with. Mm-hmm. And I think people, like, there's a real division between the underground and the mainstream emerging. And for so long, those were, were blurred, it felt like. Mm-hmm. And so there's like some real band camp heat out there. You feel me? Like
0: so. so <laughs>
2: when do, when do you think Certified Lover Boy is going to drop? <sighs> Ooh, you know, honestly, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not that, that, that qualified or that, that, that talented at predicting that.
1: Trevor, as as you've gotten older and, and wiser, do you find yourself uh, listening to you know some more ambient music more of often than than uh, than Certified Lover Boy type of music?
2: yeah i mean like I'm, I'm definitely been like disenfranchised from like the travis scott club or whatever like i you know like I, I think it's cool like i'm leaning into being like a fucking npr dad or whatever like i'm definitely not aware of the newest hottest rap shit but if you're telling me there's a harpist from los angeles
1: <laughs> putting out some
2: avant-garde jams i will pay for that record no big wow deal. wow support support on Bandcamp. i will I, buy I
1: that it. motherfucking token Unfortunately,
0: yeah. I don't listen to artists that are underground enough to have band camps. I'm more of an Apple Music guy. That's just me. Trevor, you know, have, you, have you on you, brand.
1: Trevor, have you considered getting into any type of microdosing, any biohacking, things like that? Or does that go against the edge? Uh
2: microdosing, definitely against the edge. Um you know, I do <laughs> love a I do love a supplement and um you know, my friend Loose What well, what do we mean by supplement? You know, I'm hitting that after I'm getting these nasty boy gains. I'm going home and I'm pushing a little turmeric, you know what I'm saying, to make sure that I reduce inflammation.
1: All right. right. Turmeric I mean, we need I need something a little stronger than turmeric to move my needle chief.
2: I am I am really interested in like um, you know, what is that shit called? There's like the Halo Sport. Have you ever seen those like headsets that like shock your yeah. brain and You're make not you using, more
0: like, I'm sorry. That okay. Trevor, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, it's been a real pleasure. Um <laughs> Tell them where they tell them where they can find you on on the World Wide web, Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> Slack, Discord. Yeah, what, what your Slack the is,
1: Trevor?
2: Yeah, there the, you the, go. You can get me on the Slacks for real, but the real hash is the Discords, obviously. So, fwb.help, Friends and Benefits. On the Instagrams, the Twitter.coms, all of it. It's w h a t d o t c d. What dot mm-hmm. You know what I'm Plus saying?
0: It's great to catch up with our old buddy. Um, we'll see you at Center Space on Tuesday. I think you go on a- after Jason, but before Aoki. Yeah, can, Let's you, go. can you
1: repost the flyer, please? Yeah. <laughs> done. Honestly,
2: we didn't talk enough about Cartel on this pod, but if you could send me off with Honestly, I'd love it.
1: Let's go. Uh, we can definitely do that yeah i'll I'll, I'll add some cartel it's it's it's, you can hear it kind of looming in right now as i use my ableton Live to fade it up and chris (laughs) if the episode gets taken down i'll need you to talk to them don't worry i I haven't talked to them in a while they don't take my
0: calls but i'll do my best
2: i'll uh,
0: (laughs) i'll talk to you guys soon thank you trevor
2: Trevor. all right later guys later
0: bro you're part of the reason
1: i'm